Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Well, race fans, it is time. Daytona 500 weekend is here. I'm William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and I will have to admit that I've been screaming so much at the TV for the last couple of days for the uh, the teams and uh, how they are doing with the new new car um, at, at uh, Daytona International Speedway. So I do apologize for being a little hoarse. But, uh, hey, Alfie, um, you got a great show lined up again today. We got a great program, and we're getting ready to head to Daytona. And then, ultimately, we're going over to Atlanta Motor Speedway where we're going to have a lot of fun. Now, I have to admit, before we went on the air, you are asking me how your voice sounded, and it's, it's strange. It was sounding okay when we, before we, we were doing our show prep and preparing for the show. Now that I hear it on the air, wow, you do – you are really horsed up a little bit there. Are you drinking lots of water? I, I'm drinking lots of water. Hold on, let me drink it. I mean, that doesn't look like a water bottle is what I'm asking. <sighs> just saying. It just doesn't look like a water bottle. It was great to see the cars on the racetrack. Did you notice how the cars look so much like the cars that you buy at the dealership? And oh, did yeah. you know? Did oh, yeah. You I, notice? I mean, I noticed the same thing when I was watching The Clash. I thought the, the cars looked pretty uh, pretty yeah. solid when they were out there on the track racing around. And it's so much better on a short track in the sense that I was able to see the cars a little bit better instead of, like, them zooming around the track going at about 150 miles an hour. So yeah. it really gave me an opportunity during The Clash to really see how sharp these cars look up close since – you can see them at such a shorter speed and really kind of take in how they look. And I have to admit, I wasn't sure exactly how I felt about the number placement, but, uh, cause I'm an old school guy, but uh, I got to say, I don't mind the look of it. It, it looks pretty sharp. And you know, it, we have to be honest in these days and times of NASCAR sponsorship dollars mean big, big deals to some of these teams and to have an area where they can put a bigger spot for advertising. Uh, definitely is going to help financially for some of these teams to uh, be able to carry on throughout the the season. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for, for everything going on. And as you mentioned, uh, William, by the time we know it, we're going to be racing Atlanta Motor Speedway, the Folds of Honor QT 500 weekend. And something you've been doing traditionally over the last few years is, you know, many of us know you as a great radio host and a, a great producer in your own right, but also you are a fine salesperson as well. And you try to put together great little package deals with AMS to try to help our Atlanta audience here in the area or those within the, oh, the world, the world. Oh, oh, the world. I mean, if Just you want to come world. in, I mean, if you want to come in from Canada, listening to us on, on the, on the vast network of stations or our podcast, well, you know, that's, that's up to you. If you got the time to do it and the money to do it, you got it. And you've put together a sensational package as you do every year for a fan to enjoy race weekend at AMS, especially now with COVID kind of, you know, restrictions coming down. The newest variant seems to be kind of uh, tempering down a little bit. Brandon Hutchinson said it best that AMS will pretty much be at full race mode as far as what things were going on before the COVID shutdown. You know, they're going to have the peach pit in the infield. They're going to have cornhole. They're going to have bands. They're going to have practice and qualifying now again. And then the doubleheader on Saturday and then the big race on Sunday. And we're going to be down there at the track and I'm going to be doing a lot of great videos and and stuff for our social media platforms but man i'm telling you it's going to be a a fun weekend we're going to talk about it because you're going to break down into more details here later on the show 
what's all going to be involved in this great AMS package you're putting together. Yeah. And I'm telling you the best part about the whole situation is, is that all people have to do is understand that the old school of racing and the traditions of racing for, for infield parties and everything else is coming back to Atlanta motor speedway. And, um, we've got it all for you where you can win it for free. That's right. For free. That's all you gotta right. do is listen to the show a little yep. bit later on. That's right. We'll give you all the details of everything included in the package and how you can enter yourself in to win. Also, we've got some great guests coming up on the program this week. William, I don't know if you read about this, but Bush Beer, Bush Light, has done this new promotion where they're going to be sponsoring every female driver that is in the NASCAR umbrella that races what? time and is over the age of 21. And that includes two women that have been on our program, Natalie Decker and Brittany Samora. Those two young ladies have been on the program, and they're two of the ladies that are involved in this promotion. And coming up in just moments, we're going to speak with Kristen Stowe, who is one of the marketers over there for Anheuser-Busch and Bush Light. And she's going to break down in detail for us everything that is involved in this great uh, opportunity they're giving these young ladies in NASCAR. So we're going to talk to her in a couple of minutes about it. And then also Chase Elliott, that's right, Dawsonville's own Chase Elliott will be joining us as well on the program this week. So, William, I'm telling you, as we get set to kick off the NASCAR Cup season, NHRA going on as well, and pretty soon we'll be kicking off the IndyCar season, we're going to have all the great news and information you need and all the great guests right here on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Hey, this is Rutledge Wood from NASCAR on NBC, and you are listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network itself. We're continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, available for you every Monday on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. We appreciate our loyal listeners checking out the radio broadcast or the podcast. And while you're there, subscribe, rate, and uh, let us know what you think about the podcast as well. But as we continue with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, very honored and privileged to have our next guest joining us here on the Food Depot Zoom line as uh, Bush Beer, one of the uh, lead sponsors of the NASCAR Cup Series and a long history with NASCAR through the years, is bringing a really excellent program to the female drivers. We want to present and welcome in they're one of the marketers over there at Anheuser-Busch and Bush Beer. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Miss Kristen Stowe! Uh, wow. Stowe, thank, you. <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week. We really appreciate it. What a warm welcome. Thank you so much for having me here today. The reason I wanted to bring you onto the program is that I was reading online, you know, kind of doing my nascar news and and getting my show prep ready for the the show this week and i came across an amazing article about bush beer and what they're doing to help the female drivers in the nascar series but uh, i thought it was really awesome and you know bush beer as i mentioned has a long history with nascar a lot of history you guys were part of the la clash in the memorial coliseum a few weeks ago and now you're doing something else that's very historical that's something you've never seen in nascar you're going to be sponsoring every female driver. For our listeners out there who might not know about this program and what you're all doing, can you break down for us what, you're, what Bush Beer is going to be doing to help these young ladies in the NASCAR series? Absolutely. So to kind of kick it off, there, there was one number that was floating out there for us that was really bothering us. 
and that number is zero. There are zero women at the highest level of NASCAR. And, you know, as 40-year partners with NASCAR, we thought that was truly unacceptable. So how can we shed awareness, opportunities, and visibility on these women so that we can get them up to that highest level? And that's where Accelerate Her came into play. And so what this program will do is really about, you know, driving awareness, again, visibility, resources, and opportunity to these women so that they can hopefully one day outgrow us because there's gonna be so many more eyeballs on them that will bring in more sponsors that will help them get up to that highest level. And I know there's some rules and restrictions to the people you're gonna be helping because there's been some fans who say, well, what about this driver? What about Haley Deegan is basically the biggest example of this, but there were some stipulations that you had to be able to be a part of the program. So for our listeners who might not know what the, the, the parameters were, what are the parameters for you to be helping out certain drivers and certain drivers you will not be helping? Absolutely. You know, we, we got a few requests ourselves about Haley, but, you know, Bush Light is a wonderful beer. And in order to drink beer, you have to be 21 years old. And so we never want to encourage underage drinking. And so we will only be able to work with those that are 21 plus. But we also wanted to make sure that there were two kind of key other things. One, that we have, you know, full season, full-time racers. Um, We want to make sure that we're supporting those, be a part of our plan. And then also those that, uh, again, are in the NASCAR series. So we're focusing on NASCAR right now, but this is a long-term commitment. So who's to say what will open up in the years to come? But right now, we really wanted to focus there. So this possibly could be going to maybe NHRA, IndyCar series, maybe other racing series that are going on right now that women are participating in. So this is just basically kind of the, the, the precursor to what could be something bigger for you guys. Absolutely. Right now we're focusing on this. Um, this is our plan. We want to make sure that this is a success. And then as things roll out down the road, you know, we can kind of reassess at those moments. Speaking with Kristen Stowe here, one of the marketers over at Bush Beer. So where did this idea develop? Who brought it to the table and how did it, uh, and how long did it take for before it finally got to, all right, let's do this. Wow. That that's a great question. So, you know, it's kind of been in the hopper since October and we were trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way to bring this to life. And both with our, our marketing teams and our key agencies, we were, we were noodling on it. Um, but ultimately it's been about again, since October. So three ish months, Um, to get it to fruition, but, you know, with tons of help from NASCAR, tons of help from some of our other partners in racing as well, helped us kind of dot the I's and cross the T's and ultimately bring it to life. But I will share, you know, I started my career at Anheuser-Busch about 12 years ago, and I was one of the few women in beer sales. You know, I looked around, I had no role models. I had no peers myself. And so when we were looking at NASCAR, this was something that really stuck out to me. It was like, wow, I remember, you know, in my experience, having that same sort of feeling, like, where are all the women? And now how can, you know, my job with Bush and with Anheuser-Busch, how can we change that and enter in NASCAR and accelerate her? So if there's a little thing that we can do together to allow these women to have more role models and more peers, I'm so grateful and so happy to be a part of it. 
what exactly will go into helping each individual? Will it be different per individual? Will it be the same? What exactly will you guys be helping to cover and take care of financially? Absolutely. So, you know, the biggest thing here is awareness. And so a lot of, when we look at like men versus women's sports, the men can command more dollars and more sponsorship dollars because they have larger followings. They have bigger press impact. And so a lot of times people gloss over that and just think about the signing deals. For us, we're like, wow, how can we get more eyes on these women? So one of our biggest focus here is getting their names out there, getting people to follow them on social media. So to all the fans tuning in right now, reach out, find these women on social, and this is going to help them. That's how you all can make an impact. But secondarily, we'll also, also be directly sponsoring them. So that way they'll be able to use those dollars, whether it's for race entry, for tires, which is one of the most expensive things in NASCAR, and kind of any of the other things in between. Now, we know, for instance, Natalie Decker is a great friend of the show. She's been on a ton of times. She's been a guest. Brittany Zamora has been on a couple of times as well, a great ARCA driver as well. You have Jennifer Jo Cobb, amongst other women as well. How did you determine the names? Were there people who reached out to you? Did you reach out to them? How is the communication process between yourselves and the young ladies that you are bringing on board this program? Well, one, I'm really happy that you're mentioning Natalie Decker. She's a Wisconsinite like myself. Um, so that was a name that was top on our list right off the get-go. Um, but ultimately, it was, it, it's a small list. And that's because when we looked at the number of women who are 21 plus currently in all levels of NASCAR, it narrowed it down to seven. So those are the seven women, 21 plus, who are, you know, full season of racing this year. And I really hope that in the coming years, we see that number become double digits, triple digits, and, you know, make it harder for us to be able to list every single one of those names. So that's our goal. Like, I cannot wait to see these women compete and really just take off. And this is very exciting news because decades ago, women in the sport were just non-existent. There was just maybe a handful, maybe one or two. Of course, you have your Danica Patricks, you, you know, your, your Janet Guthrie's, uh, the few and now it seems like in the short track level, Xfinity Trucks, Cup Series as well, there's been at least one female driver who has participated in that series. And the number of women have certainly grown in the number of years, even the short track series. In the short tracks around the United States of America, you see more females being uh, active involved because of the women that are up in the series. Is this something you hope will continue to grow, like sponsoring these ladies to know that, hey, there are little girls drivers out there who want to find someone to look up to look up to and inspire to be like so is this another reason that you guys went this direction as well Alfred, a hundred percent you know we we want to encourage more women into this sport and i know you know this but it's one of the only sports where men and women compete at the exact same level so this is something that the track and those cars know no gender let's inspire more women more girls to get into this sport. And ultimately, you know, that's going to create more role models, more reasons for, for women to get behind the wheel. And I humbly am just so excited for that. Now, Kristen, if our listeners want to know more about the program, drivers that are involved in this, and any of their details and information, where can they go to get details and info about what this, this program is all about? Great question. You can go to bush.com forward slash accelerate her. You'll learn more about the program, and then we have wonderful bios of all the drivers that we'll be working with. 
Well, Kristen, we really appreciate taking the time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio to talk about this fantastic and, and wonderful program that Bush Beer is putting together for these talented uh, young ladies. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thank you so much for having me. And also thank you so much for spreading the message. I know the, the drivers will definitely appreciate it. Hey, this is Dennis Bickmeyer, president of Richmond International Raceway, and you are listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southfield, along with WB, who's resting his throat up a little bit. He's got a little bit of the allergies going on. It was kind of crazy. I did hear on the news this week, like the pollen was extremely high. Is it normally this high this time of the year? I don't think it was. Is it? No, it's not. I mean, and that's and that's just, for the Atlanta yeah. area. If you're if you're listening to us outside, you might not have that problem. But they were talking yeah. about it was one of the highest numbers, like in like a, a shattered whatever the previous record was for this time. And it's crazy. I mean, you know, one day it's uh, seventy degrees and it's beautiful and sunny and everything starts blooming, and then the next day it's then twenty degrees and you know whatever else but there's also been the fact that i've been um you know going over and trying to help clean out my uh mom and dad's old house and my mom and dad my dad's old barn and um i posted up some stuff alfie on my instagram page of ticket stubs that i found when my dad went to the 11th annual atlanta 500 on March the 20, let's just say March the 20 something, 1970. Wow. It was 11 days after I was born. Yeah. This also posted to the Southern Race Week Facebook page. So, if oh, you're did talking, it? okay. I'm yeah. Because yeah, I think anything you're posting on Instagram goes to our, our uh, okay. Facebook page. So I, you could actually, because I've seen, no, 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 it's cool. Because I was like, yeah, I saw those pictures. So if you want to go to facebook.com slash Southern Race Week, I felt that we needed to dedicate an entire segment to this, especially with the race being up here in a few weeks. Yet again, you've put together a, a package, a VIP package for one of our lucky lucky listeners out there who listened to us for a opportunity to enjoy the weekend at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And like I said, we kind of just do it real quickly in the open and the close of the show. But I really want to give you an opportunity to let the listeners know what all is involved in this VIP Atlanta Motor Speedway Southern Race Week package presented by Food Depot. We have a dog park cornhole and bouncy ball gathering place RV spot that we're going to be giving away. So they'll have an RV RV spot essentially in the middle of this cornhole and bocce ball, just fun area, essentially. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I said bocce ball. Uh, And that's where they're also going to be showing the movie Cars on Saturday night, they're going to get a big giant inflatable TV screen. We also have VIP access to the bootleggers bar. So you could win VIP access. You're going to win tickets to all weekend long, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then access to the bootleggers bar. Plus we have one lucky listener is going to win tickets to club one, which is the golf course if you will, and they'll probably be still painting and and, and the paint might not be dry on the walls in club one because they're remodeling it. But club one, one VIP winner is going to win that. Plus we've got Travis Denning, a buddy of mine from Georgia, who's going to be doing the pre-race concert. He's, he, he's just not just a buddy. He is, uh, 
he's a famous buddy. Um, Travis Denning is going to be doing the pre-race concert and we've got pre-race concert access to the stage and you get to, uh, go to the peach pit and that's going to give you access to the infield party on Saturday night. Now I will preface it this with, with one thing. If you are married, don't enter the peach pit infield party. Cause you will be divorced. <laughs> you will be divorced. Right. And if you want, if you want to register to win any of these prize packages, uh, all you got to do is go over to Southern Race Week on Facebook, check out and look for the checker flag of flying. There'll be a checker flag flying the Atlanta Motor Speedway Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 logo, and you can also check me out on Instagram, William Barber at AKAWB or WB Radio Network or Alfie at Alfie underscore 19 and look for the checkered flag of flying. Look for the Atlanta Motor Speedway logo and like and share that post. And then we're going to take all the names, put them in a hat, and then we're going to draw. Now, we're not just drawing one, not just drawing two. We're drawing where 40 people are going to win tickets. If nothing else, tickets. They're all race weekend long, Alfie. So we got a great program going, plus grand prize for all the other stuff. So, you know. So basically, they can qualify to win the tickets for race weekend. Right. And and then the, of those winners, one grand prize winner will win the whole shebang and bang. Of well, the- yeah, no, but, but no, like one winner, if you don't have an RV, you don't care about winning an RV thing. So we're going to give you a chance to an option of saying, I don't want the RV. I'd rather have the bootleggers. I don't want the this. I want to have the that. So they have really a you that chance. You they get options. Options. You get options. options. All right. Well, all the details options. will be spelled out for you on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Southern race week. So uh, we'll get all the details there and your opportunity to, uh, you know, get in, enter yourself in and possibly win. And we'll be hanging out with you. March 20, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that'd be cool. Alfie. Why don't we do that? Why don't we invite somebody to come up and hang out with us in the suite on Sunday, you know, for listen, two minutes, listen, three minutes. It's your, it's your prize package. So you do whatever you want with it. Well, Alfie, if you're going to, if you're going to take people upstairs, then I don't care. Cause last time you walked upstairs, your wife had to walk up 25 flights. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think we ought to get a break now. All right, so we're going to take a break, and all the details that we mentioned, just check it out there on our Facebook page. Hey, everyone, it's Jeb Burton, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand-new edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Salfie continuing on with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And I'm very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here on the Food Depot Zoom line. As we welcome in NASCAR Cup Series champion and all-around fantastic guy, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Chase Elliott. Wow, quite the intro there. Hey, listen, when we have a big deal guest on the program, we want to welcome him in in a big deal fashion, especially from the great state of Georgia, Dawsonville, Georgia. And uh, before we talk about what's coming up this season and everything like that, let's focus on your off season. Because as we all know, you're NASCAR's most popular driver. 
Everyone loves Chase Elliott, including my two kids as well. Big Chase Elliott fans. But we fail to recognize that you're also a fan. You're a fan of other sports, other teams. And I know two of the big teams that you follow are the Atlanta Braves. And even though I'm a Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket fan, I know you follow the Georgia Bulldogs as well. Both teams won national championships during your offseason. So how was that for you to have the Atlanta Braves and your Georgia Bulldogs finally winning a national championship while you're alive? Yeah, no, it was great. Hard to believe they, you know, did it and, and uh, both did it. They're within just a few months of one another, but really exciting and, and just hope we don't have to wait as long this go around for, for it to happen again. So it, it was uh, super fun. And, you know, to see your team have a shot, you know, and, and go and run, make a run in the playoffs, it, it makes it exciting. It's more fun to watch and uh, really enjoyed it. So, like I said, hopefully it can happen again here soon. And I know you're at uh, the. I think you're at some of the playoff games this year. Were you? Did you go to one of the World Series games? I wasn't sure. I, I did. Yeah, I sure did. And what was that experience like? Because going to a normal regular season game, you know, it's ho hum. It's whatever. If the team's losing or winning, we'll leave a little early. But there's something different when you're in the ballpark and the World Series is going on. I mean, yeah, that was your first ever World Series game as a Braves fan. What was it like to be in the ballpark? The intensity of the crowd. And just the feeling that, hey, we're here, we're in the World Series. This this has got to be crazy for you. Yeah, the um, you know, the World Series was was a blast. Um, playoff baseball, in my opinion, is one of the most exciting sporting events there there are, whether you're there or watching it on TV. I've always always uh, admired uh, those events and I've always found a lot of excitement in them. So it was uh, it was great to be there. The energy level was was massive. You can tell Atlanta uh, was was happy to have a World Series in town, and uh, it was a it was a great experience. So I'd love to be able to to go and be be a part of that and, and see it again. And for the Bulldogs win, where were you watching that game? Uh, I was actually racing that night. I um, I saw some of it. I I got I watched as much of it as I could, and I didn't get to watch as much as I would have would have liked. Um, but I wasn't there. I certainly wasn't at the game, but, uh, I kept up with it. I was, I was following along. <laughs> well, I mean, that must, like I said, it must be exciting for you to both now have a, a championship. And when you see these two teams that you follow win respective championships in the, in the reflected sports, does that motivate you and, and fire you up a little bit more? Because, wow, look, I saw these two teams that I follow throughout my life become world champions. Does that kind of inspire you a little bit to go, you know what? I, I want to continue that tradition for the state of Georgia and bring a, a second cup championship to yourself in the city of Dawsonville and the state of Georgia. Yeah, I would love to, you know, obviously that's our, that's our goal every year. I, I feel like we're, we're very capable of, of competing at a high level. And um, I, I think we can go and, and, and make a run at it again. I, I was proud of our effort last year, made, made a run at it, came up short, but um, we, we put ourselves in, in that position again, which is, a lot of the battle and and I think we're very capable of of continuing that forward so I'm excited about it our season's long um but you know the Daytona 500 is a big race and excited to get going and, and try to check that box too. Speaking with Chase Elliott here on Southern Race Week Radio and I know um you've accomplished a lot in your career Atlanta Motor Speedway is a track that is your home track I know you probably would love to get a win there and this year it's an all-new Atlanta Motor Speedway new paved the, the bankings have been increased, um, a little bit of a, a change in, in the front stretch 
um, reconfiguration a little bit. I know you kind of had your mixed feelings on whether that track should have been repaved and changed. Now that you get set to go there in March for the first time in this in a new car and an all new surface, what are your expectations and and what do you expect to see out of the new surface and the new reconfiguration of AMS? Yeah, you know, I, I, I certainly had my reservations there for a period of time on whether or not I felt like it should get redone, but you know, I, I think it was time. Um, you know, while, while the drivers, I think, enjoyed some of the things about Atlanta, um, the, the way the cars have gone and the way the packages have evolved and kind of what the rules are, I just don't think it suited that track very well. I mean, from a spectator standpoint, I don't think it was um, super fun to watch. So it was time to do something uh, as it pertains to a repave you know, most of the time you don't want to have to do it, uh, you know, being uh, an asphalt racetrack like that, they typically age well and, and racing gets better over time. Uh, so with that being said, while you don't want to do it at some point, you need to bite the bullet and and uh, and get it done. So I think it was that time for Atlanta. And, and I'm actually super optimistic about that event because you know, with, with the configuration changes that they made and the way the cars drive now and, and the way they can change the rules around, um, I do think we could potentially have a have an exciting event that doesn't look like the rest of the mile and a half. It's going to be kind of a little, a little change of pace. So uh, we'll see. You know, it's an unknown, but I think it'll be good. And as you get set to kick off the season here, um, I know that every year it's a championship. Your teammate won the championship last year. Like you said, you were down there in the final four. Is the goal to get back to the final four? I mean, obviously a championship is the goal for you guys this year. It's is it kind of championship or bust for you guys, or or do you feel like there's so much great competition out there? It's it's tough to to win in the sport. Yeah, I, mean, I, I for us, you know, we want to we want to win races. We we, we want to win races, and we definitely want to want to go and be a part of that final four. I mean, those to me are the most you know most important things of the whole deal. So, um, would like to check both boxes. And I know you've been doing a lot of racing outside of the Cup Series, you know, a lot of different different cars, different races. I know you didn't used to do that a lot in your early career. Now it seems like you're doing that a lot more. Is there a reason that you do that? Do you, is this, are you just a guy who needs to race, like, you know, or, or is um, it just, just fun for you to be able to go do these other events? Yeah, you know, I, I actually have run short track races really over the course of my entire career. That's kind of where I came from. Uh, last couple of years, I have, you know, run some more dirt races and done some things along those lines, which I've enjoyed. That's been more of just a attempt to get outside my comfort zone and try something new, which I've, which I've enjoyed as well. So yeah, we'll see, you know, I'd love to do more of it. Obviously this is the most important piece of what we do uh, on the NASCAR side or what I do. Um, and you know, this is, uh, this is the job, right? So I want to make sure this is uh, top priority and it, it certainly is for me. Now, Mr. Elliott, if our listeners want to follow along with you throughout the season, follow along your career and what's been going on and going on with you, where can they go to keep up with you and, and follow along with what you, how your season's going? Um, yeah, just my, you know, my first you can watch. We first half of our season's on Fox and the second half's on NBC. My social channels on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. So shouldn't be hard to find nowadays. Well, Mr. Elliott, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us, all of us here in the great state of Georgia, big fans of yours, and looking forward to hopefully hoist another uh, cup championship at the end of this season in Phoenix. And we'll see you here in March at your home track, Atlanta Motor Speedway, my friend. Perfect. Thank you, guys. This is Larry McReynolds of NASCAR on Fox. 
and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Well, race fans, we're about to wrap up this edition of Southern Race Week. I want to thank y'all for taking time to tune in. I'm William Barber, the horse. <laughs> Ivy, uh, I'm going to let you take us out and uh, make sure everybody knows where they can find us, where they can listen to us, and how they can win. That's right. And William will be back at 100% next week, guys. So he's going to sound way better. than As long as he continues drinking that water, I think he'll be refreshed and, and ready to go uh, next week. Once again, uh, thanks to our great guests. As William mentioned, thanks to uh, Chase Elliott for uh, dropping by the program. Also, thanks to Kristen Stowe of Bush Light Marketing over there for talking to us about the latest, greatest program they're working on. As far as sponsoring every female that's in the NASCAR uh, umbrella who are over the age of 21 as they're helping these young ladies uh, throughout the season. So that was a, a great story. And then also you heard about how you can enter your way into some uh, great contests we're conducting right now for a uh, nice, fun-filled weekend at Atlanta Motor Speedway for the Folds of Honor QT 500 weekend. All the details for that is available on our Facebook page. So go to our Facebook page and like us. That's facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. Also, follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio and, and follow us there. You can check out our fearless leader at WB Radio Network. Uh, you can follow yours truly at Alfie underscore um, 19. And don't forget about the podcast. It will be up and available for you on Monday. You can check out this episode, re-listen to any of the episodes, and, and go back. It's great. And all of that is available for you at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Just go to the respective uh, website uh, platform, search for Southern Race Week, and while you're there, subscribe to the podcast as well. And that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks to Food Depot for helping us out. And uh, I'm Alfie, and that's William. Uh, I'm done. See y'all.